everyone. Welcome to the Cosida Connection podcast brought to you by Cosida's Young Professionals Committee. I'm Katie Mucci and I'll be your co-host for this podcast alongside Katie Hewitt. Today we're joined by Olivia Coiro, who's the chair of this committee. Since this is our first episode, we wanted to take a minute to introduce ourselves. As I stated before, my name is Katie Mucci and I'm currently the assistant commissioner of the Southern Collegiate Athletic Conference. I'm in my fourth year with the league, landing at our office in Atlanta right after finishing my undergrad at the University of Northern Colorado. Hi everyone, I'm Katie Hewitt, and I currently serve as an assistant director for athletic communications and PR at the University of Michigan. I've been in this role for three years, and I previously served in a similar role at both the University of Tampa and St. Leo University. Now that you know a little bit about us, we'd like to introduce you to today's guest, Olivia Coiro. Hey, thanks for having me today, guys. Hey, Olivia, thanks for joining us today. Before we can dive into more about what you can expect from this podcast in the future, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how this COSIDA committee came to be about? So I started here at Syracuse in January of this year as the Assistant Director of Athletics Communications. And this committee actually came about when I was in my last position at East Carolina serving in a similar role. I was, uh, I've been pretty active in COSIDA for the past few years, and I love all that our organization has to offer us. And after being at convention this past summer in 2017 in Orlando, I gave a lot of feedback to the board and the COSIDA staff that I think that there needed to be a voice for young professionals. So Lori Bullock got back to me in about late July, and she talked to me and just said that they were, you know, the board had approved adding committee called the Young Professionals Committee, and she asked me if I wanted to be the chairperson of it, and I was completely taken back. I thought it'd be cool if I could just be on the committee, but she really had a lot of faith in me to lead it, and so we've had a few phone calls since August, I think was our first one, and we built a committee. Lori helped me build out this committee with a lot of young professionals. I think everyone's gotta be under the age of 20, uh, under the age of 32. And, um, you know, just people who are in their first year, they're grad students, or they're in the business for about pushing 10 years now full time. And um, I think we have a really good committee. And I think that in our conversations and our committee calls that we've had, we've had a lot of good conversation about topics that we want to cover. So that's kind of how we got to here with this podcast. So what was the committee's thought process behind creating this podcast, Olivia? The thought process behind creating this podcast was after one of our conference calls in the fall, I asked everyone to bring at least one topic that they would like this committee to cover. And it kind of went into the the goals that we had set for the year. And there was just so many great topics that came, everything from, you know, young professional problems to being called a millennial in the workplace to finding that work-life balance when you're in your early 20s or early 30s and you're trying to really set your, you know, your pavers for the rest of your life. And so we kind of brainstormed a little bit on it and we could only really pick a few topics that we wanted to cover if we did it the traditional way of, you know, stories on cosida.com or webinars or a panel at convention. And so we were like, well, what about a podcast? So we can do a podcast, you know, multiple podcast episodes in the year and we could cover all these different topics. So that's kind of how we got to where we are right now. There's a growing list of things we want to discuss on this podcast, but some of the topics that came up frequently when talking with the committee, as Olivia mentioned, were work-life balance and mental health. We also wanted a chance to feature some prominent young professionals in this field by getting to know their story and learning about their journey to where they are today. Liv, why do you think it's so important to chat with other people in this industry about their experiences? So from a personal standpoint, when I first started in this business, I didn't really have anyone to look up to. 
and this committee didn't exist. So I think back to when I was 21, 22 years old and getting started in this profession and when my involvement in CIDA started. And I think that if I had a little more leadership or, or someone, you know, who took me under their wing and showed me these things or this committee didn't exist back then. So to have it now and, and know that we can be a huge resource and asset to the future of our profession, I think it's really important. And I think that the topics that we plan to discuss throughout this podcast are important. You know, people talk about mental health with our student athletes and that's a really hot button topic right now. But like, how often do we talk about mental health with us? You know, we work crazy hours. We have crazy schedules, just like our student athletes. Are we taking care of ourselves? You know, Katie, for you, like you're young, you're married, you know, you're trying to set the pavers for your, for your life. And someone in five years is going to be doing the same exact thing. So to have this podcast and have this committee be able to be a resource to people younger than us, I think is a huge asset. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, I think that for the people who are veterans in this industry, you know, they look at our generation and call us millennials all the time and, and have that different opinions on things than us, but they can learn a lot from us too. And I think that this is just going to be a really great thing for our, our profession and our industry and for Cosida. On a more broad scale, I think we've all benefited from being members of COSIDA in some way, shape, or form. I know for me, being in COSIDA, I've gotten the chance to speak in front of groups of people that I never would have gotten to. I've, you know, I've gotten to put my work out there and gotten to really network with people, especially at conventions. And then on top of that, being, you know, a committee chair of my own committee, those are opportunities that I never would have gotten, especially as a young professional. Someone really had to take a chance on me, you know, when I was 22, 23, now 24 to try and trust me and put me in those positions. So I think that really shows how COSIDA does value the young professional point of view. What about you guys? Do you guys have similar experiences? I mean, for me, for starters, I wouldn't even know you if it wasn't for convention and you're one of my closest friends now. Katie, I, I knew Katie Hewitt because we worked in the same conference, but you know, obviously we've gotten closer through things we've done in, in this organization as well. But for me, I mean, I wouldn't, hands down, would not be working at Syracuse if it wasn't for my involvement in COSIDA and going to convention and networking with people. A year ago, I was put in touch with Sue Edson for a piece on our blog from someone I met at convention. And here I am, I guess that was two years ago. So here I am two years later, like she's my boss. And those opportunities, they don't come to someone who just sits there and does their day-to-day. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong just being complacent with what you do, but if you get involved in in COSIDA and you get involved in committees and your organization, your life is going to change. And there's just a lot of good that can come out of it. And for me, it's been being able to network, being able to speak in public, like you said, you know, present at convention. I think going to convention and and the opportunities you get there and the things you learn there are huge for, for anyone. Um, especially when you're young and you're just starting out your career. I've been fortunate enough to go to convention every year I've been in the industry. And if I didn't go to convention, I probably wouldn't be involved in this industry. And I would be, you know, just trying to live for the weekends that I had off or something. So um, it's kind of interesting just to see what what can come of of the involvement. And I think it's really huge. And I encourage anyone, young or old, to be involved in our organization. What about you, Katie? Yeah, I would definitely echo what what both of you said. I actually attended my first convention before I graduated college. Um, It was the summer before my senior year, and I went with one of my my best friends, Taylor, who now works at the University of Arkansas. And it was just eye-opening. You know, attending that first convention was so eye-opening to to see what, what we could be. 
And, you know, ever since then, I've, I've loved being a part of COSIDA. I've loved being a member. I've loved being an active member. And the same things you said, of course, but for me, as someone who's extremely outgoing, but also extremely introverted, the COSIDA convention offers me a lot of opportunities that I wouldn't necessarily take advantage of if I wasn't at the convention, I guess. And I've, I've just met so many people and they've made networking easier and less stressful or overwhelming or intimidating just for someone who, who needs, you know, that time to decompress or that time to like marinate everything that I've learned throughout the day. So attending the convention itself has just been great, but also I think the sense of community is really important. I went to a really tiny school in Florida, not far from home. And when I attended that first convention, I met so many people and I've met so many people at every convention since. And I've been able to keep up those relationships, you know, via email or via Twitter and just having people in my life that I know are going through the same things as I am, experiencing the same things as I am is awesome because it it creates this sense of community and it's a really tight-knit community I feel like that I'm really lucky to be a part of. I have a question for both of you guys. What do you think your career would be like if you weren't involved as a young professional in COSIDA or even within your athletic department and you didn't ask for other opportunities or professional development? I think it, I mean, it, for me, it'd be drastically different. For one, I wouldn't be called Katie from Facebook. So that would be quite the change. Um, but I think also it just, it's given me, I mean, honestly, it's given me a sense of confidence. I know my first summer going to Cosida convention, you know, getting asked to go present in front of people I've never met, being in a small office between my boss and, you know, one, one other assistant commissioner, we only have three people and that's really all I see each day outside of, um, the SIDs at our conference schools. So getting the chance to go speak in front of so many people, um, and have people kind of look to me as you know, quote unquote expert on, on certain new media subjects, I think really helped my confidence and then really helped me know that I have a place in this field, um, especially being so young and, you know, a female even. So I think being a member of COSIDA and getting involved as much as I have has really helped with that as well as just helping me grow my professional network. You know, being in a conference this small, there isn't a lot of room for upward growth outside of, you know, leaving to go somewhere else. So I think, being able to network and meet people has also given me opportunities outside of my current workplace to, you know, potentially move forward with my career later on. Yeah, I would echo the same thing. If I wasn't a member of COSIDA as an undergrad and I didn't attend that, you know, first convention as an undergrad, I wouldn't know the people that I know today. I wouldn't have the same network. And it's because of those people that I met there before I even graduated that I have the job that I have now and I think that's just like a crazy it's crazy when I look back on it and think about if I never like jumped out of my comfort zone and attended this crazy thing as an undergrad who wouldn't I know and how different my life would be so I I can't even imagine like honestly what my life would be like if I hadn't attended I think I've mentioned this before in some of our blog posts on our um, Olivia and I's blog, but I got out of this profession at one point and jumped back in. And I strongly believe that I was able to come back and I was able to have the confidence to come back and feel the draw to come back because of the community that was here. So I might be working somewhere else doing something totally different if it wasn't for all of the benefits that COSIDA has provided me. Those are both like really good points. And I just like to reiterate what you both said and kind of answer my own question. 
if it wasn't for this organization and I, I feel like a light bulb went off for me, um, after about being three, three years into the, into the business. Um, I used to go to convention and not really have a outlook on, Oh, I'm going to learn stuff today. It was more of a, I'm going to go and do this and hang by the pool. And when we were back in Orlando and then one year it just kind of clicked to me like, wow, I should be out there networking, getting to know all these people and giving back to this organization that, obviously gives a lot to our student athletes with the academic all America program. And ever since then, it's just been like incredible. And, and like I've said before, I would not be where I am today if it wasn't for my involvement in, in having people push me to, to try new things and do new things. So good answer guys. So on behalf of Katie and I, I want to give a special thanks to Olivia for joining us today. And thank you to everyone who listened in on our first attempt at this podcasting thing. We hope you'll join us for future episodes, and we hope to see you at the Casita Convention this summer. In the meantime, if you have any questions or feedback for us or thoughts on future ideas, you can find us on Twitter. My handle is at Katie Mucci, and that's K-A-T-I-E-M-U-C-C-I, or Katie Hewitt's is K-F-G Winning, or Olivia is Liv Coiro, L-I-V-C-O-I-R-O. You can also follow Cosida News for updates on this podcast convention and more.